Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. And today, man, we're going over just a couple of more episodes. But you know what? Today, obviously, just one episode. But we have only a few more that we will be doing until the conclusion of this book. And then I will possibly be doing a live webinar. I'm going to give you full details coming very, very shortly. Nonetheless, guys, today's about restoring trust when it has been lost. I'm going to give you a quote right out of Stephen Covey's book. It says, the truth is, you can't regain trust, period. You doubt? Think hard about the times you've been betrayed. Did the villain ever find their way back into your heart? If you're like the thousands I've asked, the answer is never. Trust can be gained once and lost once. Once lost, it's lost forever. And then after that, of course, Stephen Covey went on to say, perhaps you've had these experiences that seem to validate that sort of position. Maybe you've been broke, you know, you've broken trust in a professional or a personal relationship and you just tried restoring it, but it failed. Or maybe someone has broken trust with you and you vowed you would never trust them again and no matter what. Or perhaps you vowed that you would never trust anyone again. So I understand, obviously, broken trust, it creates that pain, disappointment, and loss. It wreaks havoc on relationships, partnerships, plans, dreams, enterprises, you name it. And you know what? It's just that violation. It's so severe, right? The betrayal is so deep. The pain is too great. So, I mean, we could talk about trust in all areas of life, right? So let me give you an example. Remember the two students I talked about along, you know, last December? Well, that ended up being brought about um, when I had a situation happen here at work. You know, it's funny because I asked them, why is it that I'm not getting any, getting any work? And they said, you know what? It's because of your feedback. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They were like, oh, the two girls, Sai and Pai. And this is what is the most shocking thing. That had to be the most shocking feedback I've ever gotten in my life. Because it just sounds like I felt like maybe they had a cover-up and a hidden agenda from the very beginning. And they were just completely nasty from the very beginning. That they wanted to try to get me fired? In a way? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, after everything I've done for them, and for them to just go up to the counter and, and say shit that doesn't make any sense. And that, of course, I don't take offense because that's not who I am. Of course, you have to go on to ask the front desk, hey, do you believe this garbage? And of course, customers always rule over the teachers. So that began, and then that's probably why the first five months had been so slow for me, because they were very scared of giving me classes. So then again, two little kids, badly behaved, mother didn't care about them, nanny Nanny tried – listen, a nanny can only do so much. And when you have a child that is in need of someone like, you know, that dis disciplinary actions and to be disciplined and you don't have your mother around or your father because they're out doing things and out shopping and not giving a damn more about their materialistic life than they are about their family and their in-home life, then you end up having two badly behaved kids. So, of course, the only way I could tame those goddamn kids were by showing them a video. And then they went on to tell their mother at four or five years old, of course. And then the mother got angry and uh, complained. Well, yeah, your kids are fucking animals. No offense. But you are a shit mother. And they shouldn't be acting this way because there are other kids. Listen, I know kids are kids. 
And I'm not trying to justify what I did, but that was the only way I could, that was the only thing I could do unless I completely cut them off, walk outside and say, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. We're finished. So, and then after that, I think there was nothing else. But you could tell how that feedback, and, and, and just speak it from a betrayal standpoint. Like, that woman was the one that came on the second day with those two kids and sent a voice note through one of the kids' watches for me to hear. And she was like, can you teach my kids outside? Two weeks later, she calls and complains about me. You see what I mean? The, 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 this society is very two-faced. But going back to the two girls from last December... I was just in shock. And it's funny because they expected me to at least wave at them or something in the coming days. I'm like, you nasty, vile, disgusting specimen are going to have to see me one way or another through these hallways. So, like, what you just did, you created a shit atmosphere. It's funny because they ended up walking into a class and looking at me and I completely ignored them. Yeah, bitches. No offense. But you guys... Literally just tried getting me fired over shit that was completely untrue. Do you think I'm just going to be all giddy about it and just forget about it? No. You are fucking what Thai people are. No offense. You're an animal beyond anything I've ever imagined. And so this is why I told the front desk and so many other people except for the big time organizations and companies that I work for. I say, listen, I don't want to teach women between the ages of 50. Well, you know what? Just women in general privately – because I believe that they are uh, they are the bane of all my existence. I think they are probably predisposed. They're more – they should go – they should learn with a white teacher because for some reason the white teacher always does a magnificent job. I could do so much and it's still not enough for them. So no th- thanks, but no thanks. Now, again, when I work at companies, I never have this problem. They never try snowballing me and throwing me under the bus. If they do, I just say, hey, okay, goodbye. And that only happened, what, two, three years ago, right? And, of course, that was in a racially infested area of Bangkok, too. Not trying to justify it, but just trying to tell you guys from a, 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 from a standpoint. Like, remember I told you the whole business? Well, I haven't yet, and I'm going to make this debut within 10 days. Um, this lady went to the head lady and, com- and, and said, oh, well, yeah, he's, uh, he works for three language centers and this and that. And, and this is, of course, at one of these big banks that I work for. And she went on to say, hey, uh, yeah, he actually wants this project by himself. Like, I've never been thrown under the bus uh, uh, like, like that. Like, she told the main, mother, the main person at that place. And that main person just so happens to be a friend of someone that doesn't like me, who's the friend of another lady who gave me the job. So then the lat lady comes in and says, hey, uh, yeah, apparently you want this project on your own and you don't want to work through us. And so I go back to that lady, and I'm like, you goddamn dog. Betrayal, again, at its finest. And so I blocked her. I I blocked everything until she finally called me back-to-back times. And I'm like, what the fuck is she calling me for? She's a dog. And so she calls me, and I'm like, yeah? And she's like, well, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, because – uh, yeah, the uh, what's his name said you don't want to teach the Tuesday class, and I'm like, you already know what you do. You're calling me, and you're saying that you didn't have anything to do with your boss and this and that. Are you a dog for reals? 
Like, you're literally on the other line lying through your teeth saying that you didn't do it, but apparently I got word that you did, unless both of you are just just, just repulsive liars. What's going on here? And I told her, listen, nope, I'm not doing it, because guess what? I don't know if it's you or the other lady or the other other lady or this lady. There are too many middlemen, and there is a bureaucracy over there. Now, for me to get these projects, I'm just going to shut my mouth. Keep my head down, and if something else massive comes up in the mornings, I will cut everything off. This is what I'm saying to myself, of course. But you guys get the point, man. It's just very unsettling, and there's no way that you could go back to that relationship that was. That was last August when I called them, and they gave me the inside scoop saying, no, we don't pay you this. We pay you this. And I'm like, you're telling me these punk-ass ladies take this much? And then we developed a relationship only for her to crush everything in one go. And I'm like, yeah, uh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Sorry. And so it's like, okay, Arsenio, what do you do? Well, hey, all it takes is just one company out here in Thailand to say, hey, bro, we'll pay you like a good 50 to $100 an hour. And uh, yeah, we do this and this. We want to contract through you only. And then that's when I go here and I say, guys, I'm sorry. I no longer work for you and I can no longer work for you. Thank you for your services and all the best in your future endeavors. That is all. I can't go back to what it was because... I know that someone is lying out of their ass and someone wants to benefit from this. So again, dealing with that broken trust, I mean, it's beyond difficult. And again, happening, you know, with the same, there's just so much. I could go on and on and on, but you guys will hear this more in depth when this specific podcast debuts. So a lot of you, you would always say, you know what, uh, so what do we do? Is it really possible to restore trust? Is it wise or is it foolish to even try? It's kind of like, who was the actor that uh, divorced, got remarried, and divorced again? Was that Tom Cruise? He was like the biggest idiot of all time. You know what I mean? But on the other side of the coin, there may be times when others break trust with us and we're faced with the decision on how to deal with this, such as myself. Right? And so, again, it could be the misusing of different funds, and this happens so many, on so many different occasions out here in Thailand. Um, but how we handle these violations, both in our personal life and work life, it, it, it just ultimately influences how our business relationships and opportunities and everything uh, formulates for generations to come. So what I want to do is just give you guys, of course, a little example. You guys, write down all those times that you had trust broken with specific individuals. Was it hard for you to go back? Did you have those feelings? Is there a way that you could restore that? It's kind of like when a woman or a man cheats on one or the other in a couple, whatever you want to call it, and you're like, oh my god, I want to trust you, but I already know what you're about. A lot of people would say once a cheater, always a cheater, Right? I mean, there's so many other occasions some people are like, no, but you know, well, my husband, I, I understand that. But again, how can you go about restoring that trust? Is it, you know, clarifying expectations? It's kind of like that lady. I'm going to have to tell her and say, hey, uh, no, uh, I cannot do that. I do apologize, but uh, I need to go on about my life and uh, – we're going to keep it very simple here. I'm just going to keep these side bullshit projects. When something else does emerge, I'm done here. That's it. Because I don't like dealing with liars. And a lot of people would say, well, why are you still there? And you guys are going to hear this on the podcast in 10 days. Why are you still there? 
Well, that's the question I ask myself all the time. I don't want to burn all the bridges just yet because I do believe that somewhere in there something is telling me. Just as, you know, living out here in Thailand for such a long time, something has told me that, hey, you know what? Um, I think there is something trying to emerge out of this. Something told me not to leave Thailand. And now look where I am in life. Do you understand? So for some reason, something is telling me to keep at it and keep these projects unless something massive beyond belief happens. And I get an opportunity to teach mornings at some blah, 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 and it's a super long-term project. Then that's when I take it, you know? But in the meantime, I'm kind of like, you know what? Okay, let me just keep this. And when something else bigger comes, that's the end of it. And I make up in my mind that I still have that open time slot in the morning to get something that is unbelievably gratifying and that will push me way past anything I could ever imagine in the realm of business. So guys, we need to understand how to restore this. If it can be restored, and this is why this is the most critical, the most critical part of this book because a lot of you are just given that fake trust and that has to stop. So with that being said, guys, Stay tuned for the next podcast tomorrow morning, as always. And I'm your host, as always, over and out.